You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. everyone and welcome to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. Welcome to another special episode of the Sega Lounge, episode number 3 of season 3 of this show. However, this is not yet the proper uh, season, <laughs> if you will, because, you know, the community is always busy. We said we'd come back in July, but the community is busy, people are doing stuff, and so we thought it would be nice to have uh, another special interview uh, with very cool and very sexy person, if I may do say so myself. Uh, but we'll get into that uh, soon. Uh, for now, don't forget, even this is even if this is a pre-recorded show, we pre-recorded this interview yesterday, actually. You're probably listening to this on a Wednesday. We pre-recorded this yesterday. But you can join us in the IRC and Discord radio, se.ga forward slash IRC for the IRC chatroom or radiose.ga forward slash discord for the discord chat uh, and you you might find some like-minded people and uh, even a couple of us might uh, hang around uh, during the show uh, we'll we'll start the interview uh, with with Graham Graham Cookson from the Mega Visions project in, in a few minutes but for now let's just take a quick music break and play one of Graham's requests for tonight's show and so uh, we'll start with Ed Dawn from Sonic Adventure. You're listening to the Sega Lounge. Stick around, we'll have an awesome interview right after this.
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. You just heard At Dawn from Sonic Adventure. Some nice relaxing music there. Nice pick, Graham. Um, and so I, 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 I think we, we should start with the introduction. So uh, before we, we start with Graham, uh, I'm going to be rude and introduce my co-host first. Hello, a winner with you. Welcome to the Sega Lounge as well. Hello, once again. Hello, once Compliment again. Compliments only last week since we were lo- I was last on, but indeed. Yes, uh, I'm yeah. quite excited because um, first time as a co-host, I think. Well, almost anyway. I'm that's sure, right. That's right. Exciting times. Uh, exciting times. Exciting. <laughs> it's going to be fun, I'm sure. So, um, myself, Casey, obviously, and Rudy Rizu are going to be talking with Graham Cookson. Hello, Graham. Welcome to the second. Hey. hey, guys. Thank, thanks for having me. Uh, very, very going? sexy, Graham Cookson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> no, carry on. It's fine. <laughs> And so, uh, Greg, before we, we start talking about the, the Mega Visions project, uh, would you like to talk a bit about yourself, introduce yourself to the listeners? Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. Right, my name's Graham. I am a long-time Sega fan, um, pretty much all my life. Um, I work, uh, I do sort of still work on Sega Nerds, um, which I think some of you might know about. Um, yeah, um, I, I, don't, I don't know what you want to know about me, actually. Uh, <laughs> um, and apparently yeah, you are a very, very sexy man. Uh, or so the legend goes. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they say. <laughs> don't believe them. It's fine. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, awesome, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we, we're all uh, good friends with, with Sega Nerds, so it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. You, you, I believe you have been on the Sega Launch before. I uh, have, when we did yes. a, a special memories episode, memories of something. Yes, maybe it's funny too. Oh, it's good. The Dreamcast yeah. one. So oh yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. the Dreamcast one, the one that never aired because the, the quality of the recording was awful. For, for that was probably my fault. I, I, I think I think my fault. I'm sorry. Probably my no. fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when they will have will have to release uh, the Sega Lounge, the last episodes. Yes, that'd be awesome. Uh, who knows, who knows. But yeah, so so Graham, um, what's what's your your role in the Sega Nerds website, by the way? On Sega Nerds, um, I'm the European editor. Um, admittedly, I have, I have taken a step back in the last uh, year or so, just um, just because of work and life. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Sega Nerds isn't my main job, which is a bit annoying. But um, yeah, so over the years, I've been doing Sega Nerds for nearly ten years now, I think. Um, although it was a break for a couple of years, but um, yeah, we um, I, I've, I've I've written reviews and features. I've, done interviews, um, interviewing loads of great developers, speaking to like, uh, the team at Sega, um, being to events and stuff, and it's, it's been awesome, yeah, so I've, I've done a bit of everything really, um, yeah, um, whatever, whatever whatever they need, I, I get in there. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been with, with, with the website since the, the beginning, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I guess technically I'm kind of the co-founder of the website. I mean, Chris came up with the initial idea and um, I, I, I was there. I'd actually worked with Chris on another Sega website, which don't, not many people had heard of. It was very small. It's called Dreamcasters Realm. Um, and in fact, if you Google it, you can find our original um, site, which was hosted on Tripod or something. It looks terrible. <laughs> but it's, uh, if, if, you, if you do Google it, it's, it's pretty funny to look at. Um, and it's got like two reviews on it or something. It was actually quite a good site at the time, so we actually did expand it. But we haven't got the newer version. Our, our, ho- our server, like people hosting it, they lost everything. <laughs> and that's that's around the time that we thought let's start Sega Nerds because um, 
Dreamcast is where I went down. We still had our, we think we still got our forums actually up actually, but um, we don't use it or anything. <laughs> but yeah, then um, then Chris was like, why don't we branch out? Because the Dreamcast is basically effectively um, sort of st- stopped making it and just at that time, so we thought let's go for a full-on Sega site and that's when Sega Nerds was born and yeah and so yeah that's uh that's sort of what happened so yeah I was still kind of the co-founder of it and uh yeah so we've been there pretty much since the start nice, nice. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the Dreamcasters from right now the website <laughs> it's got Sega's it? 2004 lineup yeah it Astro does. Boy <laughs> Samurai Jack, Jack Blood Will Tell Head 102 Sega GT Online those were the days. <laughs> good times, good times. So yeah, so uh, you're now uh, joining the Chris and, and the rest of the, the second nerds for a brand new project, uh, Mega Visions. Mega Visions. Yeah. And so um, yeah, how how did the, the idea for for this this new project come about? Um, well, it's sort of been sort of talked about for the last couple, good couple of years now actually um, we we just tossed the idea around because both Chris and I actually have um, professional experience in the magazine and publishing world basically I've worked at um, it was quite a small magazine company but I worked at a magazine company that did sort of building magazines and also car magazines um, and I've, yeah and so aside from working on websites we both got experience in magazine publishing and it was one of those things we talked about for quite a while and then I think it was about a year ago we sort of actually said let's let's do this let's do this properly and then we sort of looked into different ways of getting up because um one of the biggest barriers we had one of the reasons why we didn't do it straight away was simply because it costs so much to actually get off the ground um like we we had always originally thought of doing a print magazine because we're we're the kind of people who actually still love print magazines basically and we love the old days of um you know picking up the official sega magazine or um, you know, uh, Sega Visions, uh, Mean Machine Sega, like just flicking through the pages and getting into those magazines. But um, the days. they were the days are so good. But there's always that massive barrier of just how much it costs to run. Um, this is a print magazine, especially these days. Um, and so, yeah, then, um, then like late last year, we sort of actually came up with a bit more of a solid plan and we sort of opted for more of a digital uh, version uh, of a magazine, which maybe not what everyone sort of wants or expects, but um, what we're doing is actually something pretty cool. Um, well, we think it's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's 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 more of an app designed a digital app, um, mm-hmm. and so a lot of basically just to try and explain it. This, this is a weird thing. Every time I try to explain this to people, they're like. Okay, um, <laughs> it's <laughs> like I say we're doing a digital magazine. They they think of a lot of digital magazines you get right now are basically a print edition of a magazine put in a PDF form that you can read on your computer or on your iPad or whatever, and that's what they think of. This is not that. This is not what we're doing at all. Um, this is actually designed as an app um, for um, it's basically for pretty much any device you can get your hands on. It's, it's you can get it on iPads, you can get it on Android devices, you can get it on Kindle devices. It's also available on Windows, so like Windows tablets, Windows computers, um, via like the, the app stores, and it's interactive. So rather than just having a, a, a flat page of like uh, writing on images, you've actually got. Um, you can tap the screen like an info box might pop out or we can have videos playing directly within the app yeah. uh, we can actually have 360 degree images as well so say if we say if something amazing happened and Sega launched Dreamcast 2 and we got our hands on it <laughs> we could we could actually have a 360 degree image of the Dreamcast 2 where people can actually you know rotate it 
Um, confirmed. Dreamcast Two is to, to be launched next year. Just confirmed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's um, yeah. I guess that, that's sort of like it all came about like a couple of years ago, and we've sort of just we've gone ahead with it basically. Um, yeah. Um, so so just just to clarify to people listening to us, it's not like a PDF version of of a magazine, right? It's it's an app based uh, magazine. So people can correct, interact yes. with with the, the articles. An interactive experience, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, um, so some of the articles will have um, like scrolling text. So, you like rather than having endless pages of text, that you have to like flick through. Instead, you can have like a we have a box of text which you literally just scroll through. So the the, the image will, the the page will stay still. Not all pages are going to be like that, but there's it's it depends on what what the art how the article is laid out basically. Because we we're, we're trying to make it. As interesting as possible. Not every page is going to look identical. We're, we're trying to make it flow a bit like a normal page magazine. We just have yeah. all these extra little tweaks in. So we can have panoramic images, for example. So if, mm-hmm. if there is a really cool, massive picture that you can't quite just fit on a, like an iPad screen or a little tablet screen, we can actually have still include that whole image. And, and um, yeah, um, yeah. It's and um, unlike PDF magazines or even a real magazine. Um, you don't just flick left to right. Um, we can have it so that you well, you do flick left to right to get to new new features and new articles, but we can have it so an article goes down instead. So yeah. you get to an article and you can like use the pages actually scroll up and down, which is um, it's pretty cool. I mean, we actually did a bit of research into that because we thought, do people really want to do up and down? But it actually came out that more, more people wanted to have up and down pages when they're reading on a tablet than going left to right. So that's what we're going with, basically. So you uh, did a fair bit of research before. Um going into this then yeah that's right yeah so yeah as i say we we sort of started last year actually when, with the idea of, of like more solidly and that's when we sort of looked more into it so we've actually been doing it for a good nine or ten months or so we're actually like we're doing a lot of research into things it's only in the last month or two that we actually really started developing things and we put the kickstarter together so we, we've been planning the kickstarter um sorry you might actually go on to this in a second sorry for answering your questions already but no, that's cool. yeah that's we cool. um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we we sort of we 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 put out there to like a select group of um, people, like gamers that we knew of, and other people who just read magazines in general, um, just to ask the question, like, how would you want this? Would you pay? Like, we work so as I say, we were tossing around the idea of um, print magazines. We we're like, how much would you pay for a print magazine? Because um, we worked out how much roughly we could get away with charging people to do a, a, a limited run of print magazines. But at the end of the day. We didn't find enough, quite enough interest to actually warrant the cost because, um, yeah, um, yeah, it basically costs way too much for us. And <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those things we want to do it, but unfortunately we're not like millionaires or anything. We just don't have that kind of money. <laughs> so yeah, so that's when we that's when we decided to go to digital. Um, so that's that's one question that's been fired at us. Why aren't you doing a print magazine? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's cost. We'd love to do a print magazine. That's one of the things we'd love to do. We'd love to do print and digital to go together. Um, and it's something we're actually still partly looking into. But um, right now, it's going to be digital first, and then print down the line, possibly. Um, yes, it really but, all depends on how well it, how well the print or the um, digital version does. Yeah, that's right. That's how it does. And also, we um, there is actually an, we are looking at an option, possibly to do print on demand, almost. Um, so if there is someone who wants to subscribe for the main for the digital magazine but also wants to pay a, a charge like a premium charge for a print version 
we will look at getting that down on a print by print basis. That's not confirmed. But that's something we're actually looking into right now. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's one way of doing nice it. Idea. Yeah, that's a nice idea. Yeah, because we had we had some people going. We would pay twenty dollars, thirty dollars for a print edition of this magazine, and we're like, wow, that's like that's because like twenty twenty dollars or thirty dollars is like the entire subscription for a year for the digital magazine. They're saying they will pay individual issues for up to that much. And we're like. Yeah. Maybe we could get away with that if we're doing an individual print run, um, but it's something we're still looking into. So, I mean, fingers crossed we'll be able to do that. We'll, we'll have to look at it. And, uh, yeah, but down the line, if everything goes really well, then maybe we can actually do a solid print and digital version together, which would be amazing because uh, that's something we'd, we'd love to have done in the dream state. Yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. And so you went with, with Kickstarter, right, for, for this. Why uh, did you choose to, to crowdfund uh, your idea, and, and why um, Kickstarter, by the way? <laughs> I think I think well to answer the last question first. Um, I think Kickstarter mainly because it it's it's the most well known one out there. Um, I've, I've I've got friends who aren't really into gaming and stuff. They've all heard of Kickstarter. When I talk about some other places like um, uh, I think of them, the Patreon, for example, um, they've, they've never heard of them. Um, the Kickstarter, pretty much everyone's heard of. So we thought that's probably a good platform to reach out on, um, to try and get the message out there. Um, um, and part of the reason why we've gone with Kickstarter is um, trying to, well, firstly, to actually gauge how much people want this. If, say, for example, if we, if we, if we, we, we hope we, we hope we succeed. But if we, if we <laughs> fail on the Kickstarter, we, but we only fail by like a small margin, like you know, like ten dollars or a hundred dollars or something, we might be like, okay, there is enough like people out there who kind of want it that we might want to target. So yeah, let's let's try and go for it. But um, if no one like um, no one puts any donations forward then we go oh no one wants this that, that's fine <laughs> we won't do it then. but as well that's one of the reasons but also simply because um, again financially uh, Chris and I we've actually personally put in um, a good few thousand uh, pounds worth of um, stuff to try and get this off the ground already and um Honestly, we, we we don't have endless pockets. We want to try and get it done. We, we're happy to take that that cost on the head at the moment. But um, if we if we go ahead with this, then uh, there's going to be more costs. There's going to be additional costs. We want to. The other thing is we want to make this magazine as good as possible. It's not one of the things is even though it's the team at Sega Nerds who've sort of started this off, it's not just going to be the team at Sega Nerds um, doing it. We're getting professional design, we're looking at getting professional designers, um, freelance writers involved, um, you know, actually paying other industry professionals to actually, you know, work on the magazine with us. And unfortunately, they, they don't work for free. <laughs> yeah. So um, we, we, we've already, when we were like looking at creating, uh, yeah, cause I should explain, we've actually we started creating a what we call a zero issue or a demo issue just mm -hmm. to showcase to people um, which we're actually hoping we're going to be able to launch publicly in the next within the next month we're hoping and fingers crossed that's to get approved by apple and stuff first um but that will be a free issue for people to download um and that's that's it's literally just going to be a demo to show off what we're talking about so you guys rather than me just talking to you and saying this is what the magazine's going to be like you guys will actually be able to literally download it and go oh that's cool you can actually see it or hope you say that's cool yeah. <laughs> you can actually see it in your hand for free and you'll be able to like get and go okay I'll see what you're trying to do that's that's great and um, yeah just get get people wet their appetite as it were um, so yeah so that's part of the reason we, we we've already paid a designer to help get the zero issue going but for continued issues we we still need to pay designers we need to pay uh, any freelance writers um, yeah so 
yeah, and we try we're trying to make it um, you know a success really. And so mm-hmm. we, we want to get the best people involved. So there's going to be the team at Sega Nerds, majority involved in stuff. Um, but yeah, we're looking at getting other people on on board and. Yeah, Kickstarter. Kickstarter was kind of the ideal way for us to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess I guess that is that answering all the questions there. Or? Yeah. Um, and by the way, a quick update on on the Kickstarter front. Uh, uh, as of this recording, as of the time of this recording, you have raised uh, five thousand two hundred and eighteen dollars uh, of your thirteen thousand dollar goal. So mm-hmm. with nineteen days to go, one hundred and seventy three backers. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Mm. Right. Yeah, cool. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, fingers crossed, it'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're pretty excited by the amount of people that actually got like pledged already. And you guys are awesome. If anyone has pledged out there, that's fantastic. We love you. Um, <laughs> and we're pretty excited about it. Um, but obviously, we're still quite a way off. We, uh, we're, near, we're nearly hitting the halfway mark, which is great. Um, and one of the great things is um, Chris has been updating the uh, Kickstarter page uh, pretty regularly. And he's, he's been pumping out new bits of information. We've, um, yeah, we've, got great, we've got great announcements coming up, some of which I can't tell you about at all because they're not actually finalized but um, we're pretty much there but um we maybe maybe yeah. we can maybe we, we can pr- persuade you to to share something <laughs> by the end of we this interview <laughs> we have our ways <laughs> yeah I, I could probably uh, i might be able to slip something uh, let's, let's see. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit yeah yeah. So uh, you you already you already mentioned this. Uh, my next question was who's on the team so far? You mentioned okay. people already. Um, and any anything you'd like? Um, I think a winner was you has a, a really interesting question coming up. So maybe okay. Maybe you get you can go first. A winner was you, and then we'll probably get on the whole team aspect of this. Okay. Uh, well, one of the more recent updates in the Kickstarter was that uh, you managed to get Al- both Al Nilsson and uh, Tom Kalinske on-, on board for this magazine. So, uh, how did they get involved, and what can we expect from them in the magazine? Well, that's, that is a great question. I'm actually glad you asked that, because I was going to bring them up, but I held off, cause just in case you guys did have a question about that. <laughs> um, yeah, basically... Um, that is all down to Chris. He's been amazing in actually getting people behind this magazine. Like, um, I, I, I've been doing a lot of work in the background, but Chris has been fantastic at like trying to get people on board. He he actually approached both Al and Tom, um, and um, yeah. So, if, well, just to say, in case anyone doesn't know, Tom Kalinsky is the former president of Sega of America, um, uh, and Al Nilsson. Um, he was, uh, I think, he was head of marketing at the time. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Now I've just literally had a brain fart. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, he he approached them both, um, and he um, he basically he he'd read some of the stuff they'd written in um, another magazine. Oh, I've actually forgotten what it was now. They did a, they did um, a I think it was the was it the console wars book actually. I think they did a column yep. in, in that at the start. Yeah, that was it. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he sort of approached them and basically said, "We love, love what you did there. Would you be interested in working with us on this?" And he explained to them about the magazine, what we're trying to go for, and they'd heard of they'd heard of Sega Nerds, and um, I don't know if they're actually avid followers or anything. They probably weren't, but um, they um, yeah. So they're pretty interested. And the great thing was that um, 
what they're what they're doing is they're they're basically just going to be a column. They're going to do a column together, um, talking about their time in Sega. Now, so, not in Sega. It's in Sega. <laughs> 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 talking about their time in Sega America. Sorry, um, um, and um, I'm sorry. I just, my brain just my brain just gave up just then. Um, yeah, no, they did. They were talking about the time in Sega of America and um, things that happened in the time. Um, I can I can let you know that um, for the demo for the demo article um, they were, they're actually talking about a time they, they were at um, CES and they were talking about Muhammad Ali because Muhammad Ali was there and um, rest in peace um, he yeah, they're talking about like some of the stuff he said at the time and um, when they were, how it was working with him and it's just kind of interesting stuff that happened during their time at Sega. Um, Chris has mentioned a couple of uh, bit juicy things, but I don't, kind of don't want to ruin their column entirely for you guys. But it's not just going to be written; it's going to, it's going to be audio as well. So we're going to have like it's almost like a little mini podcast within the app that you can listen to them talking. They're just they're literally just chilling out, just just talking about their time at Sega, and it's 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 all pretty so, interesting stuff, especially for a Sega nerd. So we're really excited to have them on board, and we're really happy that they said yes. And uh, yeah, so um, it's, apparently they they've got a lot of stories that you've never heard before, uh, like for any magazine, any other interview. Uh, they're all going to have it within Mega Visions, which we're really happy about. So that's that awesome. does sound amazing. I'm really <laughs> it does indeed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, apart from from Al and Tom uh, and you guys at, at Second Nerds, any anyone else you'd like to to mention who's on the team already? Um, yeah, sure. Um, so we've we're looking at um, a few people. The, uh, some of these people aren't entirely confirmed to be on board every issue yet, but we're hoping they will be once we basically if, if the Kickstarter launches, um, we'll, we'll be able to pay them because <laughs> they're all free. They're all freelance designers and um, consultants that we've got um, working with us. Um, one guy is called Rob. I can never say it. I can never say his last name. It's Rob Duranas, I think. Um, but he's actually done a lot of great magazine covers for the gaming industry. He's worked on Game Fan, Play Magazine, Retro Magazine. Um, yeah, he's done some great, and he, he does um, all unique covers for those magazines. So rather than having, um, I don't know, like say Call of Duty comes out, rather than just having a screenshot of Call of Duty to put on the front cover, he'll actually do a bit of cover art. It works better, especially with retro games, mm -hmm. especially because we've got the colourful graphics and uh, visuals. So he, he'll actually put together those covers and um, th yeah, so that's one great thing. We've also got um, a designer who's 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 on board um, who actually helped d d design the Zero issue as Monique Convertito. Um, she's um, She's worked on Next Generation Magazine, Electronic Gaming Monthly. She's also worked on Retro Magazine, and she's helped. She's helped with the layout, sort of the design of the magazine, um, the fonts sort of uh, choices, uh, lot, lots of the kind of boring stuff that normally thinks about, but is actually really integral to a magazine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've um, we've got quite a few people on board who, who we. Well, who, who, who we've got massive respect for, and we're really excited to be working with. Um, yeah, and then there's there's some of the great team at Sega Nerds who I, I feel like I'd, I'd be foolish not to mention them. Uh, <laughs> so we've got um, we've got Marcin, um, we've got uh, Dan Smith, uh, uh, the Requiem, who some of you guys may have read some of his articles. He um, yep. he. He's a bit like Marmite. Some people love him, some people hate him, but he's always <laughs> he's always great value. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got Jim Tokio, uh, Jason Lamp, um, Bilal, uh, 
and Andrew as well, um, who've all worked on Sega Nerds at some point in time mm-hmm. in the past, um, who have made a great part of our team. And we've, I think we've, we might have some more people coming on board. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, off the top of my head, those are the people I can think of right now, um, yeah. which is, yeah. So it's a big, it's quite a big team and it's, it's, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, so hopefully we can pull something great together, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Special mention to, to Kopke as well. Friend of our yes. show, friend of our show. Yeah, and yeah, Kopke's Huzard. actually had massive help in getting it started and yeah. doing this, the uh, lightly this, logos. Uh, this uh, screenshots you have on on the Kickstarter page, the the mock-up cover art and everything. I recognize Kopke's style here. So. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually, uh, w- this wasn't a question I had before, but but I, I just thought about it. The the, the process of, of uh, putting this together, and actually any any kind of publication uh, that that's dedicated to video games. In, in this case, you're dedicating a whole uh, magazine to Sega and Atlas. Uh, did you get in touch with them to get permission? You don't need to. How does that work? This is a controversial thing, I think. <laughs> it's um, as far as I can say. Here's the thing: Chris has actually been mostly involved in this side of things. My understanding is he has actually reached out to Sega America to explain to them what we're doing, and so far, no one's said anything. But it's it's one of those things that um, we're not we're not going to be uh, like stealing sort of Sega assets or anything to make this magazine. We're we're going to be using um, uh, like I guess. Uh, uh, if we use any assets from them, it will be anything that's publicly available that they use. Mm-hmm. They release through their press. It's kind of like running a Sega fan site, uh, yeah. like, like like Radio Sega, like Sega Nerds, like Sega Bits. Um, you know, or Dreamcast Junkyard. <laughs> it, um, it's almost from what, what from what we understand is partly down to the fair usage rights, and um, we're not we're not claiming any any assets that aren't ours. Are ours. We're we're literally saying this is this is a great game that's coming out. Or this is a game that's been out. Um, yeah, so I guess that is a controversial thing. We have we have let Sega know about it. Um, they haven't told us to stop. We're not. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. It's a good question. Um, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I haven't given a very good answer. I, but, uh, I, 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 I actually understand that we, we, we work on on the same basis. Actually, we we don't have permission per se, but they don't mind. So just keep doing yeah. other things it's one of those weird right. things because we i've actually because because i've worked in as i say i've worked in the magazine industry before we um, the magazines that i partly worked on were things like um they were actually car magazines so it's a little bit different i guess but like bmw um porsche um those are the magazines that we're sort of fo- they're focusing on and uh, there's like a japanese one mm-hmm. we never had to actually go to bmw and say can we can we make a bmw car magazine yeah. the company did it effectively but they, they spoke to BMW they, they engaged with BMW because at the end of the day companies sort of do need magazines like this to help promote their stuff they need mm-hmm. the websites as well um, out there you know promoting Sega, Sega stuff and uh, yeah it's, um, it, it's, it's it's one of those weird things but um, yeah so yeah. <laughs> makes sense I, yeah. I was just curious about this because it, it's, yeah, it's, fair, it's a, little fair bit, a little bit different than, than actually just a website or just, mm. you know, so I, I, was, I was just curious. Uh, yeah, so some, some interesting points there. Um, going into the, the Kickstarter a bit more, you have, you have several levels of, of, uh, you know, of pledging and uh, uh, the rewards people can get. Um, 
anything you'd like to to mention specifically to highlight some of the the pledge the the, the, the rewards people can get from from their pledge um wow uh, <laughs> like um so i i can see uh, uh looking at this really quickly we have a, a, an early bird sub- subscriber tier mm-hmm. you can um you pledge 15 dollars or more and you'll get the first year of megavisions so the, the first six issues of, of megavisions and early access to the megavisions forum but then you, you have uh, higher tiers of, 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 of pledging and people can get some interesting rewards like uh, there's the $75 tier with um, uh, people can write a mini review and that will be featured yes. on the magazine right? yes sorry there yeah, that's right so yeah um so yeah, we've um, we're trying to we're trying to get people involved in the magazine because it's it's one of those things that we're we're trying to do it for the community and um, I mean yeah if it's 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 almost rare that you actually get to write a, a review for a magazine if if you're if you're not part of that magazine originally <laughs> and um, so yeah it's it's one of those things that we 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 sort of thought how can we how can we help. Um, encourage people a to join the Kickstarter, but also just get interested in the magazine, really. Um, and this is one of those sort of things we came up with. That um, yeah, writing a review, um, writing half a review, a mini review, we, we're also doing as well. Um, and yeah, um, sort of get, getting involved really in the magazine. It's um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure how to answer it? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of. The, we just thought it might be a quite a fun way to get people involved, really, and mm-hmm. uh, get people excited about the magazine. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, for these these thing, this things to to work, they need money. So apart from the Kickstarter, you also um, are offering people advertising space on the magazine as well, so people can pledge like yep. uh, two hundred and fifty dollars or more, and get a half page advertisement mm-hmm. or. Five hundred dollars in a full-page advertisement, or one thousand dollars, and get uh, two pages, right? Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, it's yeah, it's so yeah. Th- um, that's actually something we, we picked up on. There's a couple of other um, magazine um, launches we've seen on Kickstarter previously. That's when we we're doing our research. We, we've seen some great ones, and that's one of the things that popped up. They were actually doing this advertising thing. We thought, can we get away with that? And then we thought, why not? Um, it's <laughs> it seems personally legitimate. It's it's uh, one of those things that we're effectively giving. Well, we're not giving away. We're we're still selling those sort of advertising spaces a little bit cheaper than you might find anywhere. Like if you were to do it normally, because um, I don't I don't know how you guys know about the magazine world at all or um, advertising with magazines it's a lot of money to spend yeah. on magazines yeah. I know we're, I know we're a brand new magazine we probably can't charge you know like um, stuff that some other magazines so like Edge magazine might charge for example but um, it's just one of those things that to help you know get a bit of a boost in finance to help pay for these designers and people that we we wanted to advertise and this is one great way we sort of thought, thought about doing it it's um, gets people involved get people excited in the Kickstarter again and um yeah, it's it's an opportunity for them to try and um, get get their adverts in the very first issue. Um, so yeah, it's it's it because we had we had a question: Why are you doing that? And that that's literally it. It's 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 been done before. We're not the first Kickstarter to do it. Um, it seems to be quite an interesting way to get it done, really. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, oh, I I said two pages of advertisement, but you um, the one thousand dollar tier, which is already gone. So uh, one person uh, yeah. pledged. For, uh, in this tier and, and it's gone so 
Teflek if you wanted to advertise on the um, on the, the the inside of the the cover, right? Of the front yes. cover. Yes. So cover yes, two advertisement. That's that's the, the reward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Very well. So some some interesting answers there. Uh, I think it's time we take a quick break. Uh, though, and you, you, you picked some some awesome tracks, uh, Greg, for us, for us tonight. So we'll we'll just take a quick break and play a Skies of Arcadia track and the Metropolis Street Racer track, and then we'll come back and have um, a little surprise for you, Graham, because you know you're on the Ooh. Sega Lounge. It's not just just a friendly chat and and a drink. Uh-oh. Uh, there's 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 more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah so, um, don't go anywhere guys <laughs> stay tuned to Radio Sega in the Sega Lounge and we'll be right back with Graham and more the dreaded part of our show <laughs> it's going to be fun Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
So that was the awesome Club Paris by uh, Richard Jakes on, on the Sega Lounge as requested by Graham. And welcome back, Graham, to the Sega Lounge. Hey. I hope you're ready because, uh, as I said, uh, it's not just a friendly chat. There's more to the Sega Lounge than that. And so it's time for this. Get ready. Now you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Indeed. So welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> Thank you again, James Earl Jones, for that. Um <laughs> And so you know, it's it's a, a funny thing we we do on on the Sega Lounge, uh, and it can be anything, anything uh, really. Um, I don't know what would you like to play on on the Sega Lounge tonight, Krem? Uh I really have no idea. <laughs> that's good. That's good of you because we already picked something for you, and it's called. Uh, are you familiar with the concept of Jeopardy? Uh, Do you know what? Not really. Not really. So. <laughs> I know of the show, but I don't, I've never seen it. Really. It's 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 cool. We have something called Sega Jeopardy, and so let's let's just start the game. There we go. Sega Jeopardy on the Sega Lounge. So Jeopardy is is a game. I'm I'm not familiar with it uh, as much as I think most of our listeners are because I'm not from the US either. But uh, it's a, a game show where people have to answer with questions so we'll give you an answer <laughs> we have several categories I'll give you an answer you have to give me the the correct question okay okay so let's let's go with a, a quick example if I say uh, Sega's mascot you have to go with who is Sonic the Hedgehog uh, okay right so that is right, okay. that easy so we have some uh, some categories here and what uh, what we'll need to do is pick one of them, and we'll go from there. So we, we have Sega consoles, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega characters, and Sega arcade games, for starters. Sega consoles, um, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega characters, and arcade games. Is any of them easier than the other? <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> Who knows? Only easy if you know the answer. Has <laughs> yeah. Let's go with... I'll go with... I'll, 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 go, I'll go with Sonic. Let's, let's do Sonic. Let's go with Sonic then. So... Uh, let's go with this one. This character was first seen in Sonic Adventure and spends most of his days hanging out with Big the Cat. Uh, who is Froggy? Is that your final answer or question or whatever? I'm confused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's correct. That's correct. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's that's one. That's one. Not bad. Uh, and so let's let's keep going. We have so Sonic the Hedgehog is done. So no more Sonic the Hedgehog. We now have Sega consoles, Sega characters, Sega arcade games, and Sega developing teams. Oh, oh no. Um. Let's go with Sega consoles. Sega consoles. So, um, 
often forgotten, this was the first home console created by Sega and was released on the same day as the NES or Famicom in Japan. Oh, is it? What is the SG-1000? That's correct! Oh, thank God! <laughs> uh, I feel like these questions are, are f uh, way too easy. Way too easy. Let's see. I don't know! <laughs> you, you don't think so, right? Yeah, you're enjoying this. So, well, Sega characters now, Sega arcade games, developing teams, and Mega Drive games. My, and my headphones actually just went off just then at the last. The last oh, sorry. Part. So uh, the last characters, arcade games, developing teams, and Mega Drive games. Oh wow! Um, I love the Mega Drive. Let's go with Mega Drive. Cool stuff. So, uh, developed by Game Freak, this action platformer was only released in Japan until it saw a Western release for the Wii's Virtual Console in 2009. Um, oh, um, um, oh, uh, what, what, oh, was it, what is magical, uh, com, uh, something, something, kun or something, uh, ma magical, I think it's with T, I don't know the name, magical, that sounds right, what, what yeah. is that, <laughs> yeah, so that's your final answer, right? Yeah, um, it's probably wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, no. The, the <sighs> correct answer was, what is Pulse Man? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only Game Freak game I've heard of, and I don't even remember the name of it, so brilliant. Wait. Okay, so this is, this, this was question number three. I've just seen that as well. Sorry? Yeah. Uh, I just looked it up as well. I believe it is Magical Taroto Kun. So that's yeah. kind of near it, I guess. <laughs> no, no, that, oh, that yeah. Was really <laughs> yeah. So Pulse Man. I'll have to look mm. at that. <laughs> I, I think we'll go with another question then. So okay. let's 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 keep going and actually change the categories a bit. So we have Sega Music, because we're a radio station. We have uh, Dreamcast games, post-Dreamcast Sega games, and Sega magazines. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, I, can't, uh, I feel like I should probably go for the magazine one, but I kind of want to go for the Dreamcast We'll, we'll go with uh, the Sega magazines eventually, don't worry. So okay. Let's leave let's that with, for the end. Yeah, let's go with the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast games, so... Uh, I feel like this is an easy one, but let's go with this. A port of an arcade classic. This sports game, released for the Dreamcast in 2000, lets you play as Evgeny Kafelnikov and Carlos Moya, among others. Unlockable what characters included King and Master. <laughs> yeah, what is virtual tennis? I thought it was too easy. <laughs> that wasn't anything to do with Wimbledon, was it? That sort of moment, was it? Uh, no, it was actually totally random. But uh, but uh, that's uh, that, that, that would be yeah. I'm I'm I, you you you. I'm not that smart. No, I'm not that smart. No, I'm not. 
Uh, Happy coincidence. Yeah, just a coincidence. <laughs> and so, uh, second music. Uh, we'll, this was question number four. So I think we'll need to get five uh, correct answers. So you'll need two more. You'll need two more. Okay. Uh, Saturn games, Master System games, Sega Music, and post Dreamcast games. Sega games. Oh, I think Saturn games. Saturn games. So. Uh, this game was called a fighting RPG by the development team at Treasure. Playable characters include Samuel Han and Serena Corsair. Oh, 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 ah. Uh, <laughs> can, what, so can you say the names again? Uh, Samuel Han and Serena Corsair. Or something. I fighting have... RPG. Ah. Oh. This is really easy, by the way. Have... Is it? <laughs> I've never... I can't think... I... Uh... <laughs> if I treasure, you say? Yep. I should know this. Oh! Oh! Ah! Oh! I'm thinking of a different type of fighting game. Is it what is... Oh, wait. Actually, was it what is Guardian Heroes? Ooh. What do we think? Ah! Indeed! Oh, yes. I was thinking it of like was called, fighter style game. Yeah, it was, was called thinking. a fighting RPG by, by Treasure. Oh. Yes, but it's not a fighting game, it's it's a fighting RPG, so... Ah, okay. Nice one. <laughs> so, you, you, have, you need one more answer in order for, for us to uh, let you leave the Sega Lounge. The Sega Lounge Dungeon, uh, and we'll, we'll have to go with Sega Magazines this time. So okay, let's do we this. have we have three different questions. So uh, pick one, one, two, or three. Uh, two. Let's go with two. So a U.S.-based magazine that had twenty-five issues and was active from nineteen ninety 1990 to nineteen ninety-five. It featured trading card hints that were sent by the readers. Um, uh, so his, his American, was it? Yep. Sorry. We need an answer or a question. Uh, um, I'm going to guess. Uh, I have no idea. What is Sega Visions? Is that your final answer or question? Yeah, I, can't, or I can't actually think of American magazines. So. <laughs> you picked the only American question in this category. <laughs> but it's correct. That's oh, correct. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. That's correct. And, and and you're done. <laughs> oh, that was surprising. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> and so you get the oh, official yeah. Sega Lounge seal of approval uh, oh, for beating yeah. the Sega Lounge challenge. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm going to print it out and wear it pride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you can now uh, go back to being the, the editor of, of, of uh, Megavision uh, or the managing editor designer, right? Is that yes. your title? Your, your official title? Yes. I, I think that is my official title, yeah. I'm helping a little bit with the design of the digital side because I've actually got experience with that sort of side of things uh, on the app. So, um, but yeah, and also editors, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Awesome. 
I'm quite happy that I won that. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. Well well done. Well done. And um, we'll we'll just go with um, with some some final questions. So we're going to resume. Want to take it from there? Okay. No problems. Um, right. Well, since Megavisions is uh, inspired by the uh, classic Sega magazines from the past, um, we'd like to know what were your favourite Sega magazines back in the day. Ooh, um, I, I have to say, my absolute favourite ever was Dreamcast Magazine, official Dreamcast Magazine. I love that thing so much. Uh, that's the only magazine I've ever subscribed fully to, like from the very launch issue to the end. Um, I, I love that so much. Um, uh, the second, my second favourite though, would be the actual official Saturn Magazine. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I actually got the Saturn really late on. I had an N64 first. No, bad, bad, Graham. Um, <laughs> my friend, my friend had a Saturn, and I used to always go around there and play on his Saturn. I loved it. Um, I think I was just swayed by Mario 64. I thought the game looked so pretty at the time. I loved it. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, I picked up a, a Saturn quite late on, but I managed to get the last um, few issues of Saturn Magazine, and that was freaking awesome I, I love that so much um, yeah uh, Mean Machine Sega I remember reading that a lot when I was a kid Absolutely. as well that's, that's one of my favourites yeah it's um, it, that was back in the day when I just had pocket money so I'd either like, like you know pound here and a pound there for my mum <laughs> so I, if, I, if I ever had enough and then a new issue was out I'd, I'd, I'd buy it or I'd persuade my mum to buy it for me and it was like one of those things I could sit there like in a car journey or, or just at home quietly reading and getting excited about Game Gear games and uh, Mega Drive games and yeah I, I, I love that so much I think those three of the magazines that really stand out for me there's a few others I used to read back in the day like, there was a few Dreamcast ones that weren't official and they were good but I just think the official Dreamcast one was just there was something about that magazine I just loved. Every article I enjoyed, and uh, yeah, I think um, Mean Mean Machine Sega. Though I remember that being a bit weird. Like they were, they were quite edgy at the time. They'd like really rip into Nintendo and stuff. And I think that was what kindled my love for Sega as well at the time. Like because this magazine was just bashing Nintendo all the time. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this Nintendo sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I had no. I, I was like, what six, seven, or something at the time. I had no input really. I had no idea what I was talking about, but. Um, really got me going and that's when I sort of fell in love with you know, Sega stuff and so yeah I, I, I guess nostalgically um, that that would be the one that um, would, I'd, I'd love but I also love yeah Dreamcast magazines Saturn magazine yeah those are probably my three of my favourites very good yeah <laughs> I must admit Saturn magazine as well with me you know you say Yo, oh, I didn't get Saturn until like, like, a while ago I didn't actually get mine until 2003 so Ooh, wow yeah I actually had a PlayStation back in the day, I, but I, I still need to get it. one. It's such a good magazine. Really? Uh, PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, do you call yourself a Sega fan, Casey? I <laughs> I'll see myself out. I'm sorry. Should do. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. that, that was also the, the Saturn magazine was what got me into my favourite game I've ever played, which is Panzer Dragoon Saga. I absolutely love that game. And I was just reading an article in the Saturn magazine. It was like, I've got to, I've got to get this game, <laughs> and um, ended up managing to buy it. And um, in fact, my first copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga didn't work. It was brand new, it just didn't work. I got to the, I watched the opening credits, uh, the opening sort of FMV sequence, which blew my mind. By the way, at the time, because up until that point, I was just used to N64 graphics, and they don't really have, you know, they obviously don't really have FMV and stuff. And then I think only Resident Evil did or something back in the day. Um, but yeah, and I watched that. I was like, it's like 20 minutes or 15 minutes of just awesome FMV, and then the game doesn't work. Like uh, it gets to your input, input your name here, and I was like, huh, huh, and the screen just goes white, and I was just like, 
okay. I sat there for five minutes and then went, that's broken. <laughs> um, and eventually I managed to get a second-hand copy later down the line, um, which was pretty good because it was at the time it wasn't very expensive, but now it's like £300 or something to buy the game, which is crazy, but such a good game. Anyway, yeah, sorry, that's, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I, I, could keep, I could go on about this all day. That's uh, <laughs> some Sega left right there. Well, that's just what we're hoping hoping will happen with this magazine. We'll be able to do articles like that, which will get people excited about new Sega games, or even old Sega games, and they'll be like, yes, we've got to play this game, and that's what we want to do with this magazine. We want to get people back in love with like reading about them, the games and, you know, back in love with Sega, really, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah I actually have, have, I have a, a very fond memory of, of a magazine. We had, um, I believe it was Mega Power here. I thought you guys. I think you, ha you guys had Sega Power over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we had Maybe. Mega Power. If I'm not mistaken, we had Mega Power, and I remember getting the the Sonic 2 issue when the game was released, and um, they they had screenshots of Hidden Palace Zone, which I didn't know what it was at the time before the internet and whatnot. So. Uh, I, I remember uh, trying to play the game and try to get that zone into that particular part of the game and getting frustrated. Ow, why can I get to that zone and the flying birds or whatever in the background? And um, I, I tried to get there, but I, I wasn't successful. I'm, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember thinking there was some kind of a, a cheat uh, in the, the sound test to get to that level. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I, I wasn't <laughs> successful. I'm sorry, eighty-year-old me. Uh, you were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah. But th uh, thanks, Mega Power, for cheating me. <laughs> but it, have you guys actually managed to get a hold of that, um, like via ROM or anything? The lost levels. You know, out yeah, there, th there, there are the the, the beta beta. Yeah, I haven't actually played it myself yet, but um, it's something I want to. I need to get my hands on actually. And the the newest, the um, the Sonic Two Remastered, the mobile edition, has Hidden Palace on it as well. Has it? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! You know what's really annoying? I've got a Windows Phone which doesn't have that on it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I remember that from the, the Nerdcast. <laughs> yeah, you you have a Windows Phone. Yeah. I'm, I'm I love not sure. Windows uh, phone, don't don't they have the, the the Sonic One and Two remastered editions on on Windows Phone yet? They've got Sonic One. Oh, I don't think they really. Uh, let me. I'm going to quickly double check my my Windows Store. They should have uh, Sonic. Sonic Two as well now. It's been so long. Anyway, <laughs> it, it drives me nuts. It's like, why not? Okay, Sonic <laughs> CD, Sonic Four Episode One, Sonic Dash. Wait, where's Sonic the Hedgehog? I'm sure I had Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> oh man, uh, they might have actually pulled it from the store. I'm sure I used to have it on here. Uh, no, I can't find it. Uh, that's yeah, that's not good. No Sonic Two there, or that's Sonic One apparently. Um, yeah, that is the life of a, a Windows Phone user. Yeah, it is. <laughs> God damn it, Sega! <laughs> just, just give us some love. We yeah, but, the, but they, they, added, uh, they added Hidden Palace Zone. You just have to fall down a, a bottomless pit in Mystic Cave Zone, and you'll get to Hidden Palace Zone. Preferably a Supersonic. <laughs> really? Is that how you actually get to it? 
Yeah, right, I don't, I don't know why. I'm, that's I'm what they went for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very gullible at times, so, so I'm going to do that. No, but that, 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 that is really how it, how it, how it works. But it, it's a, a bit silly. But it, that's, that's the, 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 the way of, of going to Hidden Palace, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. They could have just added a, a new level between Mystic Cave and Oil Ocean. But no. You'll have to fall down the bottomless pit. You think you'll, you're dying, but no. You're going to Hidden Palace Zone. It has a, a brand new boss uh, as well, boss fight and stuff. Yeah. It's nice. Go to YouTube. You'll find it there, I think. Okay, cool. Anyway, anyway, a um, couple more questions. I mean, it was you. Right, um, so are there any more plans for announcements like the Al Nielsen and Tom Kalinske one month until the Kickstarter is over? Yeah, we, we have actually got a few lined up. Um, I, I can't actually tell you any of them, partly because I'm not, even I'm not fully privileged to all of them. Chris has done some great deals with some people, and uh, yeah, so I, I, he said that there are some things coming up. Um, one thing I can tell you is that we are going to be showing off... Um, uh, a cover reveal it's not not quite along the lines of the Tom and Al announcement I know but um, we're, we're going to be sort of showing what our, our launch issue our very first issue is like the cover is going to look like and we're pretty excited by it um, so yeah that's um, one thing that's coming up um, yeah uh, other than that I'm actually not privy fully privy to everything that's, that's happening actually it's, uh, which is kind of exciting for me um, I, knew, I knew about Tom Lies. and Al but, um... <laughs> you can't fool us <laughs> Suppose I don't let things slip on interviews. <laughs> uh, so people will, will have to stay tuned to the, the Kickstarter project, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. We, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, please stay tuned and, and please pleasure as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, and so you, you talked about people sending in their, their content um, in the future. Uh, as, we, as we just mentioned, people can uh, pledge and they'll get a review or a mini review on, on the, the, the first issue of, of Megavisions. But in the future, can, can readers help shape uh, Megavisions uh, into the magazine they want to read? Is there any way of people actually sending content to be published on the, the magazine is there anything planned for that um yeah that that's that's something we've spoken about certainly uh and um we are looking into the best ways of actually doing it because obviously we don't we well we can't we, we can't really have just everyone just like sending in yeah do this do this do this but we're, we're hoping to be able to get in um, um ways of actually people helping shape the issue we're we're looking at um uh, possibly having a sort of interactive polls within the magazine, which is something, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure if I can definitely do right now. It's one of the, because I'm using this, this app is actually still quite new to me. Um, but um, yeah, and, but if not, we, we've, we're having a Megavisions website and forums, which we're going to be able to have people sounding out like um, ideas, suggestions. We'll be, we'll be asking questions to the readers. Um, like if, if there really is like a feature or an article that we, reg we regularly want to run, but people just don't like it. We'll, we'll, we'll get that feedback. We we'll try and we'll try and shape the magazine as it goes along. Really, um, like with especially with the, the the launch issue and the the, the zero issue that we've we've been working on, we we it's not 
exactly finalised, if that makes sense, especially the zero issue. The zero issue is very much a demo of, of what we can do um, and hopefully showing off some of the features. But yeah, if, if there's anything, especially in the early issues, that just isn't working, people aren't happy with, we're, we're happy to, to get that feedback and sort of you know try and shape it to what what you guys want to read really um yeah so it's it may not be a case that everyone can just send in the reviews that they want in the magazine but there's there's def that's definitely not out of the question it's 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 yeah we, we want to we want to work with the, with the readership basically in a, in, a, in a short answer we want to work with you guys <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff awesome stuff so, so yeah uh anything else you'd like to um ask when it was you Uh, no, that's actually all the questions I actually had right there. So awesome. Uh, same, same for me. So I think we have one final question that we'd like to ask uh, every every guest on on the Seg Lounge, and that is: if you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? <laughs> what would it be? I. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to add it to Donald Trump so he can actually be good at something. <laughs> mm, I don't think even blast processing would, would help him. <laughs> okay, maybe that's a waste of blast processing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting question. Yeah. That's an interesting yeah. question. <laughs> um, yeah. I, th I think his hair doesn't need uh, blast processing. Yeah. yeah, his hair was born in blast processing. Maybe that's, maybe that's a bad suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that hair. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> okay, so Graham, thank you so much for for coming on on the show. Um, anything oh, else you'd you like to me. mention regarding Megavisions um, for the people listening? Honestly, I I just want to say. If anyone who's listening, please go check out Kickstarter and um, search for Mega Visions. It, we, we'd like you to just take a look at the video and look at look at what we're offering. And if you, if you're interested in it, please pledge. Um, anything you can pledge would be amazing. We'd we'd love to hit this goal and get this magazine going up and going. And um, yeah, um, we as we say, we want to deliver a magazine that's that sort of is reminiscent of what what you might have read in the past with the old Sega magazines and. Um, And yeah, it's just a little bit of a twist of the future with being in an app. But um, yeah, it's just, please pledge, please have a look. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Awesome stuff. So uh, we'll we'll post a, a link to the Kickstarter project on on Twitter uh, when this show is airing. So if you're if you're listening to the podcast version of the show, uh, we'll also uh, add a link to the Kickstarter uh, in the the show description, the show notes. So be sure to check that out and and pledge because why not it's it's a great project um and um you'll you actually you actually need a music section in your magazine though i thought yeah you know what? when that you say a suggestion good. right there music yeah, section I, I think we could work something out maybe yeah music section <laughs> yeah, I yeah. 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 an interactive magazine needs needs music so. yeah <laughs> Okay, so Graham, thank you so much for, for coming on the Sega Lounge. It's been a, a blast. Thank you very much. As, as usual, um, we'll, we'll have to have you back soon. To yes, when, when this whole thing is over and the first issue is, is out in the, in the public, we need to uh, get you back on the show to talk about that as well. Fantastic, yeah. Look forward to it, guys. Thank you very much for having me. It's been exciting and, yeah, great to speak to you guys again. Awesome um, stuff. Loving it. And and keep up the good work. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Likewise, and we'll play one of your uh, requests as well, um, which I won't try to pronounce because you know I'm 
I usually do, but not today. It's a Panzer Dragoon <laughs> Saga um, uh, track. Well, I, I can try. It's it's Sonami Areru X Sanchi 2, I think. It's 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 Latin. I think it's supposed to be Art Thou the Holy One in English. That's what it says here. Really? Yes. In, oh wow. In the track title. It's uh, yes. yeah. It's it's you know. I probably I don't know but it's a great track so we're going to play it uh, thank you again Graham for joining us on the Sega Lounge and we'll be right back with our After Hours segment just to say goodbye and remind you of other Sega related uh, events
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We're here just to say goodbye and talk about some some uh, interesting community stuff. And so, um, f- one of the things we, we wanted to to mention is our upcoming shows on Radio Sega. So, if you're listening to this live, we're, or not live, but on air, it's been uh, aired on Wednesday instead of Club Sega. So, uh, that raises a question: Where did Club Sega go? It died. No, it didn't. We have, we'll have Clip Sega this Friday at 9 p.m. UK time. So instead of Sega Mixer Drive. So what happened to Sega Mixer Drive, you ask? Or Sega Mixer it Drive, will, <laughs> it died again. <laughs> no, it's it's airing tomorrow. So uh, instead of the usual uh, schedule, we'll have uh, Thursday, 9 p.m. Rexy with Sega Mixer Drive. Then at uh, 9 p.m. on Friday, we'll have... Um, Club Sega with I Need Fruit. Not exactly Club, Club Sega, I think. He's going to do uh, something different uh, this week, but uh, but tune in anyway. It's going to be awesome. And um, afterwards, at 11 p.m. UK time, we'll have Last Call with a guest DJ Audio Sprite uh, to you know get you in the, the groove. And uh, Chaos Control Center, I don't think will air this week. I'm not entirely sure, but stay tuned to our social media for news on that. And we'll have our other uh, weekend shows as per usual. Just go to radiose.ga forward slash shows for our entire lineup of Radio Sega Live shows. Um, something something that I wanted to mention as well, uh, I got a, 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 a Twitter DM. Uh, from Korimaru of the, the Sega Bits and the um, Sonic and Sega Fan Jam event. And so I wanted to talk about that uh, very, very briefly. Uh, they'll have a, a two-day marathon. Um, actually, it's just Korimaru playing uh, the main Sonic games from Sonic 1 to Sonic Adventure 2 to raise money for the Fan Jam event. Um, and they'll also give away random Sega uh, or Sonic prizes during the stream and we'll play random Sega games. So if, you're, if you want more info on that, that'll happen on the 3rd and 4th of July. Um, and so the, um, the hashtag you can follow on Twitter for info is Sonic Streamcast. Hashtag Sonic Streamcast. We'll, we'll probably be retweeting uh, news on, on this event. But if you're interested in helping out uh, the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam event, or just hanging out with uh, Sega fans and watching people play Sonic games and Sega games, be sure to tune in for that. Um, and I think that's that's it. Uh, when it was you, thank you for joining me. This was a really fun episode of the Sega Lounge. Thank you for joining. Yeah, me. Uh, thanks for having me. It's been uh, it's been really fun being the co-host. <laughs> it's yeah. actually. Uh... Um, and I, I especially appreciate it because um, I didn't say this before, but I went to the dentist today and I'm still a bit roughed up. And so uh, having a co-host, a really nice co-host, really helped <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, Plus so. you'll get you nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my tooth, my tooth. It aches. But yes, so um, hashtag ban dentists. No, don't do it. Don't do it because it's, it's, it's be worse even if we didn't have that. Yeah, you probably see something we one mankind was not meant to see. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, so this was the Sega Lounge. Um, we'll be back in full this time, I promise. We're not coming back again before uh, mid-July, so uh, enjoy uh, our break again and um, come back with us then. We have some surprises for the, the full return of the Sega Lounge, uh, including something we can't talk about yet, but that's really exciting. I'm really excited about it. Um, and yeah, check out our show blog for news on, on our return later in, in July. And don't forget to check out our other uh, previous uh, show recordings, podcast version, uh, on Radio Sega, the media section, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, anything. Just check them out and uh, give them a listen. I've been KC. I've been joined by the awesome, awesome Erwin uh, with you. Thank you again, mate, for, yes, for coming on Yes, it's been very show. nice. Yes, um, thank you. You're very welcome. I'm glad to be here again. Awesome, and we'll leave you with a track picked by a winner with you actually, Downtown Achacha City from uh, Dynamite Ducks, which is a really nice one. And completely off a cuff, I didn't, I just, that was just the first track that came into my head, so. <laughs> not not played very often on, on Radio Sega, so I think it's a, a nice one. Nice one. And so keep listening to Radio Sega, we play the best Sega music 24 7, and we'll see you when we see you. Bye bye! See you later, everyone.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.